0: Um, I kind of like like very fiercely like
1: like just, just get down there and just give, just it's like blow a, at them. A cat meow. Or yeah. Oh no. yeah, just give him the cat hiss. Oh, I love <laughs> it. Yes.
2: It's a lot of dice. Lots of dice is lots of fun. I was gonna do something, but then I realized that there were people dying out on the ground, so I probably shouldn't do it.
3: Is still the one that's looking pretty uh, beat up, right? Um, it keeps dead.
2: Oh, wait. Actually, are you not on your horse? I am on a horse, thank you.
1: Chapter 195 The Exculbarium Surprise. Okay. So, in the last episode, We were with a completely different group. We were over with Arlen and Adri's group. And you had just found the missing sorcerer and brought him back to the keep of the sorcerers of the shore. And he had performed a ritual to exercise the demon that was possessing uh, Arlen, or at least the wild magic by uh, Blasting him with a couple of enormous lightning bolts. And and how did that go uh, there, Owen?
2: We don't know no, do we?
1: Well, you were at negative something at that point in time.
2: Oh, let me double check that. Yeah. I was at negative seven after three seconds. So...
1: Yes, so... um, Thumbs up emoji. So Arlen is uh, hanging on to the very threads of life. And meanwhile, um, the... um, magical animus of the uh what do you, mean? the mad mage of the mare had erupted from his body and that's where we stopped so he's hanging on the threads of death and who knows what the mage is going to be able to do to the rest of the party that's there but we're gonna jump back another day to the day before and revisit uh, Cotter and Craval and uh, Noan and their party with Red and Misty. Uh, about a week ago, we had left them behind to uh, their fate. They were out on the plains of the Campo Magno and were facing the line of battle that was being sent by Excalbarium Calise. And does anybody remember what had happened on that battle? mushrooms
4: the army chasing us is currently have the same fungal infection across their body as we first ran into way back when we were level one with the torque
1: yes indeed so um they uh had charged at you and you remember looking out and seeing that there was like they would have had to evacuate like every man woman and child out of exculbarium calice that could fight and carry a weapon to have that many people in the field and um port of magnum had brought forth what they thought was a pretty solid field expedition to put down this uh, this army uh, but now it looks like it's kind of more even up but then to make matters worse after the initial lines clash all of a sudden you heard this great cry of distress from your, your uh, troops. And looking down from the hill that you're on, you can see that there are foes that are beginning to wade through your lines. And yes, they do have the small fungal mushrooms that you associate with the torque infection. And these are showing the same lack of respect for wounds that the torque zombies did. They're being stuck multiple times by your uh, people in the field. And unfortunately, uh, don't seem to be feeling it at all. And uh, so your this panic is beginning to happen in your lines there, Cotter. Mm-hmm. As these apparently unvanquishable foes are coming through. And they, you just see them you know, clubbing people to the ground. And uh, your lines are wavering. Is it the entirety of the opposing army that's this no no if you remember originally um the sides that clashed were just sort of regulars Uh, and then all of a sudden these ones you know and they do move slowly compared to normal people these ones then just sort of came up and started swinging right and left in in your lines there so let's put this down here oh so those dice are the
2: friendlies okay that's a lot better than what I was worried about. And is this to miniature scale? Let's we'll see. Is a square five feet?
1: Yes. Okay. Can we see any sort of leader or commander behind them at all? You do not at this point in time. This group just sort of seemed to. I mean, obviously the the uh, regulars in the field seem to have sergeants or something in charge of squads, but um, this group just kind of waded through the. Um, opponents, and then, you know, they just seem to be on their own schedule there. And, uh, like I said, they're being stabbed by the opponents, and they uh, are stabbed by your side, and don't seem to be even be affected by it. And, and obviously you know from fighting them that they are being affected, and they're being hit, and they are bleeding, and so forth, but uh, you know, for the uh, general soldiery in the field, having a creature with mushrooms growing out of it, that uh, you stab multiple times and it doesn't go down is uh, pretty panic inducing, and and that is the feeling Cotter that you're getting is that uh, panic is beginning to erupt in your lines there. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, you guys are stretched out between the creek and the first set of trees there, that uh, are the first trees in the foothill. Um, what kind of damage
2: would one of these soldiers that we are our soldiers be doing?
1: Well, they do just regular, you know d8 of sword damage when they hit oh, they do d8 of sword damage uh-huh. okay they're they wielding swords just like everybody else okay but before we get any further that's where we are now uh, we have cut back to cotter's group so why don't we go around real quick and just really quick announce who it is that we are playing and uh just a real brief description so bryce why don't you start us out with cotter and tell us about cotter the commander of this quadrant of the field
2: yeah, Cotter is a paladin of Dianect He's a half elf. He's wearing bright, shiny mithril armor, and he's probably on a horse. Actually, a very specific one.
1: A very shiny horse. Yes.
2: Um. Do you want more explanation?
1: Um. Just a quick description of him. He he's obviously wearing mm-hmm. the the uh, mithril chain, but what else? Um.
2: He has a long sword with flamey iconography down the side and a fancy shield.
1: That's about all you can see of him. Very good in battle. Okay, Andrew, why don't you just tell us about Kraval, one of the uh, several of the uh, unusual people that accompany uh, Cotter in the field?
4: Kraval is a bronze dragonborn. Um, he is currently clad in full plate armor. He prefers to fight with two weapons. Um, he switches between them. One is a glaive and the other is a great sword that he uh, has the ability to uh, set fire to. Um, he's older. Uh, he has uh, the parts of them that are exposed through the plate mail show uh, rigorous scarring across his form, which uh, the group knows is actually from his heritage of what the Dragonborn do to mark victories or trophies. Um, he it currently is a cleric and a barbarian hybrid.
1: Okay, and Matt, why don't you tell us about uh, the uh, other unusual companion Cotter has in the field with him?
3: Uh, No one is a a tiefling. Um, You know, the glowing red eyes, as you expect, a slight reddish tint to the skin. Um, One horn, though, one medium-sized horn, the other was broken off in battle, is, uh, is lithe. And, um... Wears no armor, of course, uh, but most noticeable now are a new pair of black dragon skin gloves that not only increase the damage I do and the ability to hit, offers me resistance to acid.
1: Yeah, and what class is Noan? A monk. Yes.
3: Of the open hand.
1: Nice. And then... uh... Jesse, why don't you tell us about the first of the two really unusual companions that Cotter has just recently acquired?
0: Yeah, so um, I'm playing as Misty Fogg, who is a tabaxi sorcerer. Um, She is a dragon blood sorcerer uh, of the brass dragon uh, lineage. Um, She's not very smart, But she hits very hard with her magic.
1: definitely a glass cannon, though, as we've noticed. Which is good, because obviously Arlen's not in the group, so we got to have a glass cannon somewhere, right? And speaking of that, Owen, why don't you tell us about the other strange creature in the group?
2: Thank you. Um, I play Red Sunrise. He is a tabby tabaxi mystic. Um, He... Never wears footwear. That's an interesting fact about him. And uh, he always talks to his imaginary friend for um, for advice and things like that. Um, we've had to cut back on some of the mystic abilities recently because they were getting a bit overpowered. Uh, yeah, the but mystic is overall, a... think.
1: Unearthed Arcana class, so it's still in testing, and we're testing it out here as we mm-hmm. go. And we've, yeah, we've we found a few things that they could uh, work the uh, details out on.
2: Yep, yeah. but other than that, he hits hard and can get hit quite a bit, and is not strong
1: yeah. Very <laughs> physically. Good. Well, well, he's so a librarian. He is there. <laughs> he's a librarian, so he doesn't need to be strong. So there we go. Okay, good. So uh, this motley crew sits atop of the hill above the uh, plane. And uh, if you remember, uh, you guys were the left flank of the army. So uh, just like Kent with the Bear uh, Battalion on the east flank, you are the left flank and you cannot uh, fail or else the uh, enemy could sweep around and attack the rear areas of the army. Um, And um, below you, um, some almost... Uh, 50 100 feet away is the uh, line of battle and as we said it's beginning to waver as this new group of combatants have joined into the fray so uh, let me get some initiative rolls from everybody so cotter
2: non-natural 20
1: very nice and craval
4: 16
1: very good and no one
3: 23 for me, and that's 20 for Misty.
1: Okay. And finally, Red. Cool, seven. Okay, so Red is apparently dreaming of books and, and uh, a little behind the time there. Okay, very good. So, um, like we said, it's beginning to waver a touch down there. And what you see right now, um, the combatants have joined, And so um, we'll call that one bow, uh, and then cape, and then sword, and staff, and black. Just going down the line there. And um, sword goes first, and he swings at the uh, people in front of him. So he first goes for eight, and he actually swings three times. The first one just goes horribly wild. Uh, the second one, eight, is able to parry. The third one, though, connects. And solidly, and eight goes down. So if you can remove eight from the field there. And then next up goes uh, Staff. And once again, he swings three times at the uh, two combatants in front of him. And he gets a... 17 on the first one. And once again takes down three, or excuse me, uh, nine, excuse me. And so that's leaving a big gap and then swings wildly at 10 and uh, is unable to finish him off. And then uh, Bo starts swinging. And once again, three attacks on his part, but the uh, soldiers are able to repel those attacks and then finally black goes and he scores a 17 and then a 22 uh, but misses with the other one and so the 17 goes against 11 and ooh just clubs him clean to the ground and then the uh 22 on 12 and also does uh enough damage to club him down so you the um Right flank of your left flank is beginning to come apart. The center. And uh, then uh, Cape starts swinging at the people in front of him. Oh, my gosh. And he just basically uh, swings uh, back and forth and takes out number six with, yeah, with uh, a bunch of damage. And then also uh, number five. So, right now, basically the uh, side of the left flank, which is holding Bow in place, uh, there are only two soldiers trying to hold back four of these monstrosities directly in front of you. And so, Cotter, your line is collapsing. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to do something. Are all the normal enemy soldiers not around? Is it just these
2: people at the moment? Uh,
1: These ones are... The normal ones are being held in check by your soldiers. They're all dead. And and they're... uh, well, that's the problem. Uh, it's been kind of a one-to-one thing so far, but all of a sudden these ones entered the fray, so we're going to concentrate on these ones.
2: Hey.
3: So, so I have an idea. So I have Tranquility and, and I have Uncanny Dodge. Let me go down and kind of annoy these mindless zombies and draw them away from the, the militia. They probably won't hit me. I can draw that right flank away just to have them focus on me and then you can regroup the ones who are about to die into a safer position
1: um, well at this point in time um, once, like you said these are mindless ones so probably the maybe you could occupy one of them but at this point in time I think um, just from a military standpoint Kraval and Cotter would say that you guys need to get down there and plug these holes
2: that's what I was about to say
1: Yeah, we need to
2: get in there fight them off then pull to the right
1: okay so um actually no one you do get to go first so what do you want to do so
3: first i'm going to um activate my patient defense mm-hmm. and then i'm going to how how far is it around so i can get behind that right
2: flank there like 120 feet
3: You know what, I am going to dash and jump right in that gap between the pink and the green, and I'm going to step in there and make myself a target of availability for at least those three there. Okay,
1: will the tranquility affect that?
3: Nope. As long as I don't attack, then if they try to attack me, they have to make the wisdom save when they fail because they're mindless. Um, they can either choose another target which could be one of them or not attack at all okay so i'm going to push myself in between the helpless militia and these brutes yeah what's your speed again 120
0: his base is 60 so so i can
3: dash and get there
1: nice yeah so you get yourself right in front of uh staff there and right next to uh sword so very good
3: so i'm gonna be
1: Making sure that those two are focused on me. Very good. Okay. So then, next up on the uh, hit parade is um, we got Cutter or Misty. Who's going to be first there? Misty, you go first.
0: Okay. Okay, um, Misty, what do you want to do? Where do I need to be to be within a hundred fifty feet of the centermost zombie? Right where you're at. Okay. Um, perfect. I'm going to chain lightning them.
1: Ooh. Tell us about chain lightning.
0: Um, all right, so chain lightning, uh, I create a bolt of lightning that arcs toward a target of your choice, and then as many as three other uh, lightning bolts come from that target to hit uh, three other targets. So I can hit four of them. Neat. Um, Quick question. Better yeah, than thirty feet. So I'm gonna I'm gonna target that centermost mm-hmm, sword,
4: mm-hmm.
0: um, and then I'm gonna hit. The the two that are over by no on or actually no. yeah yeah no. I'll do the two over by no on and then the one to the right to bow of.
3: Wait so, you're hitting the guy in then you're gonna target the one to the left of bow, as your okay. center. Then you're gonna hit no. bow and then the, the, the two to the left
2: right. The center is sword.
0: Yeah yeah and then the two that are by no and yeah. then the one yeah.
2: staff black and cape. And then Bo
1: will be the only one who doesn't get hit? Yes. Okay, good. So what do they have to do for a save on this? Uh,
0: They need to make a dex saving throw, and they have to beat beat, uh, 16.
1: Okay. So sword's uh, dexterity saving throw is a six. So he did not see this coming. So do you want to do damage to him first, or are you going to do just one damage for everybody or what?
0: Um, it's, it's 10 D eights. Uh, so yeah, they all have to make deck saves, not just,
1: yeah. Um, I thought I'd do it one at a time here.
0: Okay. Uh, I don't know. Would you rather that I roll damage per hit or that I, it's just a flat damage.
1: How How does it read in the description of the spell?
0: Um, it does say that a target must make a deck save the target takes 10d8 lightning damage on a fail or half on save. It doesn't actually
1: specify, but I okay. mean. So we can just roll it once like then to make one. it easy. It, it does run. kind of read like each one takes okay. a separate. Then, then let's go roll some dice then. All right. So how so about sword? That one got 9, 17, 21,
0: 27, 28, 29, 30, 36, 45, uh, 54 points of damage. Ouch.
1: Very nice. I like this. <laughs> okay, good. So you zap him pretty good. And then Cape gets to go.
2: No, Cape. Oh, Cape is hit. Yes.
1: And gets a seven. So it just does one better. All right. And then
0: eight, nine, 14, uh, 23, 38, uh, 40. 54, 60 points of damage.
1: Ouch. Okay, so you light them up pretty good. And then staff gets to go and gets a 13. That's not going to do it, though, is it? Right. Nope. Okay, so 10, 18, 19, 22, 26,
0: 31, 37, 41, 44 points of damage.
1: Okay. Very good. And then finally black on the end there and gets a 13. So none of them do terribly well. Zappy zap. Maybe I should get a different D20 out. Oh no. I'm fine. 11,
2: 12, 22, 27, 29,
0: 30, 34 points of damage. And that's my turn.
2: That was a pretty good turn. That was a pretty good turn so although it's a little late to think about now are there any like political like in the battle ramifications like will the enemy like pull out their big wizards now that we've done big wizard things
1: well you'll just have to wait and see won't you will i know this um you know that uh magic is fairly rare mm-hmm. like about the only wizard that you know in port of magnum is the one in the tower mm-hmm. um there may be some like little tricksters and stuff like that that uh, have, you know, small amounts of magic. But it's not something like it, you know, every town has a head wizard and there's a wizard skill. I mean, you know, of Galchabar over in Cividis Cataracta, you know, of the wizard in the tower in Port of Magnum. That's about it for powerful wizards. Um, so, you know, unless they mm. have somebody in Excalberium Calice you've never heard of, they probably don't have powerful wizards that are, are backing them up. And did we bring the wizard from Porta Magnum out with us, or did he No, stay? he did not. Remember, no? you thought okay. you were going to be able to put this down pretty easy. Okay. And judging by as much fun as you had with him, you know, you probably wouldn't even have thought to do that because, yeah. Anyway, uh, so speaking of that, Cotter, you're next. What are you going to do? Okay.
2: Um. I'm going to get moving. I think. Hmm. Uh. I can't even get to the line in a turn.
1: But you can get close. Yeah. Oh, wait. Actually, are you not on your horse? I am on a
2: horse. Thank you.
1: We we figured that out.
2: Um. Yeah. And the
1: speed of a horse is, like, really high. Speed is 60. So you can dash down and be right in the midst of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so from here, can I hit the guy? um Um, do you have a reach weapon
2: no i have a long sword
1: okay so yeah you'll have to be uh, one one step closer okay but you're able to get down there and obviously your um aura of courage Mm -hmm. you can tell is just bolstering the people down there on the left side of the line right in front of bow where you ended up Mm -hmm. okay good anything else i think that's it
2: wait i still have an action is there anything I can do?
1: Oh, and by the way, uh, Noan, that was quite a bit of uh, light show that you just got a, a lightning bolt just arced over your shoulder, landed on sword, and then jumped to the other people right in front of you. So quite, you're a bit dazzled by that light show. It's uh, pretty impressive.
0: Smell of electrocuted fungus. Yes.
1: Barbecued right. <laughs> shiitake. It <everything laughs> smells like light mushroom gravy at this point. Which is actually hilarious because the other night for dinner, we had a light mushroom gravy. It was very nice. In the future, you can call it a lightning mushroom gravy. There we go. Ooh, lightning mushrooms. I like this idea.
2: No. No, I think...
1: You'll just be there to uh, bolster your people for now? Yep, and then I'll hit things later. Very good. And then next up is Sword, who seeing a new player on the field attempts to go after Noan, So tranquility comes into play here, Noan, and he's going to have to do a wisdom save to, in order to be able to attack you.
3: Yeah. He needs to beat a uh, 15.
1: Okay. And his wisdom save is, Ooh, an 18. So apparently you are too juicy a target and he goes after you all the same. And he gets disadvantage, which is just terrible, but there we are. So the first attack is a 13, which I'm 100% sure doesn't hit you. And the second attack, oh, darn. So that 24 turns into a nine, so that doesn't hit you. And the (laughs) third attack is a 15, which also doesn't hit you, right? It
3: doesn't come close.
1: Yeah, so you're able to just matrix out of this and dodge, lethally aside. So
3: as this is happening, I'm shouting as I'm able to do, and I'm shouting for that pink soldier next mm-hmm. to disengage and get out of there.
1: Okay. On his we will see if they're able to do that. Okay. And then next up is Craval.
4: Um. Okay. I uh, didn't, I'm not sure what I'm going to do here. Uh, I think the first thing I'm going to do is. Um...
1: You're mounted as well. So if you want to charge into the uh, situation, you can.
4: Oh, excellent. Um, then, yeah, I will kick forward and chase after um cotter first um i'm not sure how much the movement speed on said horse is but uh, i'm going to come up behind him whispering a prayer and just real lightly touch him upon the back so he doesn't get distracted i will cast death ward on cotter okay and then whatever movement speed is left i will start heading toward no one
1: Okay, and I think actually you cast Death Word when this whole thing started, but.
4: I have no idea that's the problem.
1: We'll, ju- we'll just go forward with it uh, the way it is right now. And what does Death Word do?
4: For the next eight hours, if you ever drop to zero hit points, it will trigger and bring you back to one hit point.
1: Okay. Okay, good. And then it's time for the rest of the bad guys to get a chance to go. Um, or at least almost all of them. So staff gets to go and attempts to, uh, go after no one and has to do the, the wisdom saving throw. Um, this time only gets a 13. So that doesn't make it, does it? Nope. So he has to choose a different target. The only other one that's in front of him is number 10. Or,
3: or choose nothing at all.
1: Well, he'll go after number 10 there and Ooh, only gets a, um, Eleven to hit, so the uh, able to uh, uh, at least on the first one. So parry the first blow, the second blow. Oh, is a seventeen though. And, a disadvantage. And uh, against ten. Against ten. Not you. And uh, clubs clubs ten to the ground. So he does not get a chance to withdraw um, before he's clubbed to the ground. Okay, and then black gets to go. Actually, no. First, bow gets to go. And he'll take his three shots at the uh, two people directly in front of him. I'll use my reaction to give him disadvantage on the first one okay. against three. First one disadvantage, and that's a good thing because that would have been a 22. Uh, but ends up being a 16 and still hits. Huh. And takes out number three. Clubs it to the ground. And then the second one going after four um is only a 10 and then but then the last one's an 18 and hits and clubs number four down so um luckily these guys are just swinging club wise you know just with their f- fists and so forth but um they you know you might be able to bring these people back after some care but they they may also just be you know skull fractures and and you know be the end of it and then finally, Black gets to go. And since Noan is the only juicy target, he'll move over towards Noan. And his wisdom save is. Oh, not any bit good. So that's all of a four. So um, he will continue on past Noan, right in front of Sword, and go after number seven, is that? Yes. Okay. And. Ooh um number seven is able to parry all of his attacks with his shield and you can see that i um, mean his eyes are just enormous with fear even with your bolstering aura as yeah. this thing is w- laying into him I see uh, he's outside the bolstering aura so he's really yeah. afraid so he's really afraid and then finally red gets to go uh, right before uh cape goes so red what can you do
2: okay how far away are we from them and by we, I mean, I, um, so from bow, you're about 70 feet. Okay. Move me 30 feet forward. Okay. And then, so that's you there. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're about in a 20 foot yeah. sphere. How many people can I hit without hitting any of our friends?
1: Um, you could probably, if you put it directly behind Cape, you can hit Cape, Sword, and Bow without hitting any of your friends. Other than that, they're just two intermeshed.
2: It's a 20-foot radius sphere. Mm-hmm. And you- I can hit those three? Yeah. yeah, and you won't hit seven. Okay, that's what and I thought. Ireland. No one. I hope you won't hit Ireland. That would be quite the range. Huh? I'm saying I hope you don't hit Arlen. That would be quite the range.
1: Yeah. Half a continent. Um
2: cool. Then I'm going to use I'm going to go into psychic disruption discipline and use mind storm for five side points. Each creature in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on that point must take a must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, they take 68 psychic damage and suffers disadvantage on all saving throws until the end of your next turn.
1: Actually, Bryce, take a look at what I just rolled here. One
2: one seven. <laughs> so Oh, that's no, wonderful.
1: That was you know some of the worst rolls I've ever made. They definitely do not uh, do not save.
2: I rolled mostly sevens and eights. So That's very good. 36 points of psychic damage. And they all suffer disadvantage on all saving throws until the end of my next turn.
1: Okay. And, and that's my turn. Okay, so obviously Cape, uh, who got hit pretty hard the first time, is looking pretty dismal. And uh, then uh, Bow, that's first time uh, that he's been hit. And then um, Sword... Um, Looks pretty dinged up as well. Okay, and then finally speaking of Cape, he gets to go. And the only creature that's relatively close to him is number seven. So he tries to lay into seven and hits with the first one. Ooh, wipes seven out completely. And then... Um, seeing as he's pointed that direction, we'll move forward ten feet to bottle up Noan some more, and attempt to attack Noan. He's going to have to do the Wisdom save at this point, though, isn't he, Noan? Yes. And he gets a fourteen. Does that do it? Nope. Okay. And so look just kind of blinks and looks around dumbly, and uh, that's as far as he goes. I mean, he
3: can swing at one of the other guys around.
1: Um those are his friends. So he's not going to attack those. So top of the order again. And no one, you are top of the order. And all of a sudden you have four of them all around you. You've, you've successfully got their attention.
3: Well, I was going to try to save number seven, but he didn't live enough. Uh, All right. Well, I'm going to have to take these out. Um, tranquilly. I'll just drop my tranquility. And who's that guy with the horned helm holding a sword? Black. Black, yep. Black. I'll go out. Wait, before I do that, which one of these guys looks the most toasty from Lightning Bolt? Um, was... Sword?
1: Actually, Cape has been hit mm-hmm. twice. He got the Lightning Bolt and he got the uh, Sphere of uh, Psychic Energy. Um, All right. And then so Sword I- also I got F- it point- pretty good. I'll go after Cape then. Okay, so spin around and go after Cape.
3: Yeah. So a 15 on my first
1: punch. And a 15 actually does not hit. Is able to just uh, parry it away.
3: All right. My second would be a 26. That definitely hits. For 11.
1: Okay. And he's looking pretty ragged at this point. And I'll use my extra attack.
3: And another 15. Man, this dice okay. failed me.
1: Yeah, he just, you know, basically kind of throws up his arm and and blocks it away. Okay, anything else? Um, And I will activate uh, my patient defense one more time. That sounds wise. Very good. Okay, and Misty, you're up next
0: pretty far away still Um, but can I tell in general if they look like they're teetering like they're I don't know maybe about to collapse from being charred and also
1: punched well what you can tell from this point is that you lit up um, cape sword staff and black the entire right side and then the weird tabaxi guy came down and and held out his hands and you saw the whole field out there between bow and sword and and uh, cape ripple and stagger them so you know that they've been hit several times.
2: I wouldn't say the weird tabaxi guy. She
1: knows red. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. And he's the weird it, I mean, I probably guy. still refer to him
1: as the weird okay. tabaxi guy. Yeah, is. I guess. Other, I don't know. Yeah, she, you would just call him the weird guy.
0: <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to fireball. Um, I've seen the tiefling not really get hurt by fire before. And I know monks are quite uh, speedy. So. I'm gonna center it right in the uh wait, wait wait. Who are those those two that are by the, the dice the, that's, that's Kribal, right in front of the. Yeah. Okay. Um so it's a it's a bit hard for, for my eyeballs to determine distance and stuff. So maybe you can help me find a strategic place to center fireball.
2: Um my personal opinion, if you could do it as far back mm-hmm. Wait, but isn't um if you can do it as far behind and just target them so that you don't blow up all the wounded soldiers I have on the ground, that would be nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't... that too.
1: <laughs> that is um, something to that... consider, yeah.
0: Will that hit all of the zombies?
1: Um, you Actually, you could, if you wanted to, and not hit any of the fallen soldiers, you could f- put it far enough back that it will only hit sword and cape no one and staff you, you st- probably couldn't include black without washing it over the downed soldiers all
0: right then i will do that and okay. it is a 20 foot radius so yeah all right they need to make deck saves again
1: okay
2: keep in mind the ones that were hit by me um get disadvantage on their saving throw
1: okay the sword and cape right It would be sword and cape, yeah. So, uh, sword has a very bad roll to begin with, so he definitely failed. Um, cape, let's see, he had a good initial roll. Oh, still pretty good there. So his, his roll is a 16. Does that save against the fireball?
0: Uh, yeah, my spell save is
1: a 16, so. Okay, good. And then, um, staff gets an 18, so. So, uh, sword takes it full on, um, but, uh. Cape and staff take half damage. And how does no one fare? How does no one fare no one?
3: I got a 29. I take no damage.
1: Excellent. He's able to roll with the blast. With Arlen being around, he's seen this matinee before. So
3: 41
0: points uh, is the total roll. So those who save take uh, 20.
1: Okay. So Cape took it full on and you just see him incinerate. And a charred husk falls to the ground, and so twenty points for the other two of them. So sword is heavily charred but still standing, and then staff um, has only been hit once before and is charred but still standing. Uh, but yeah, sword is, sword is looking pretty ragged at this point in time. He's smoking and and uh, looks looks pretty bad. Let's say.
0: Okay. I imagine he is like up there cackling at the furious power of lightning and fire
1: yes. um well certainly the two remaining uh soldiers there on the left flank that are still standing um are kind of looking glances back over the shoulder with you know wise eyes of astonishment to see this hellfire raining down from above from all of the elements um i don't know if like you really care about range Mithy, but do you want to move
2: forward at all closer
0: I mean,
1: right now she's I doing a great job as an artillerist. Again,
3: well,
2: I
0: imagine. Um, that?
1: And that's
0: 150 foot range. So yes. I, I'm, I'm
3: good. I think I'll stay. It's well, good to cackle on top of the mountain.
1: Yeah. <laughs> one, one nice thing about being the artillery, you get to stand way back. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Cotter, you get to go. Um, you've lost all the soldiers in front of you. And the only thing, uh, the only soldiers you'll have standing are the ones to your left. And uh, then uh, you're standing right in front of Bo. So, what are you going to do?
2: Right, I'm going to move forward to put myself in between mm-hmm. Bo. Are you going to dismount off two? your
1: fanciest fancy horse? No. No? Okay.
2: And then I'm going to attack Bo twice with my sword. And I'm going to light the sword on fire before I do that. And okay. So, first attack is an 11. No. So that's not great. Second attack.
4: Reaction, War God's Blessing, plus 10.
2: So 21 to hit, I guess? Yes! Okay, and then I will add a second level Divine Smite. So that's 1d8 for the attack, 1d8 because Improved Divine Smite, 1d8 for the Divine Smite, then 2d8 for the Spell slots, 2d6 because it's on fire. It's a lot of dice. Lots of dice is lots of fun. 37 points of damage ouch i don't know if you care how much was fire
1: um it does not seem to make a difference for these okay remember they're just people that just happen to have a bad fungal infection
2: and then the second attack was even lower so
1: okay good so you were able to whack them one there and then it is sword's turn to go and um seeing as that there isn't anybody else around for it to attack it goes after you there no one um, obviously with disadvantage because of its because uh, your patient defense. And that doesn't seem to make much of a difference. The first one's a 22. Ooh, just hits. And that does 12 points of damage. Huh. The second swing is a 17, which I don't think hits you. I scoff. And the third one is much lower. So he did tag you with one.
3: But tis a flesh wound.
1: Okay, so he clubbed you once good there. And um, then next up, Craval, you get to go.
4: Okay, I'd like to move closer to Noon, Um To that square that's between the two mobs. So I'm almost back to back with him. Okay,
1: are you going to dismount? I'll, I will and... be off
4: the horse once I get okay. over there, though. I want to land right between mm-hmm. those two mobs.
2: Do you mean between-between or just adjacent-between?
4: Between, so I'm like literally back-to-back back with Noan.
2: He's facing this direction, but I get your point. Okay.
4: So, Kerval will reach into a small pouch, and he'll pull out what looks like a very small bolo. Um, it's got a specialized bone and stones wrapped into it, and he's going to huck it over his shoulder so that it entwines at the base of Noan's one horn. It's a symbol of the storyteller for his uh, uh, clan and he will cast freedom of movement upon no one. Um, I'm sure you got a book so you can look it up. It's got, it does a lot. Mainly it, the majority is that nothing can really slow you down at this point in terms of your movement speed. Okay. And then um, once that is done, I will go into a rage and that'll be my turn.
1: Okay. Very good. So you have freedom movement cast upon you there, no one. And then it's time for the bad guys to go. So Staff goes and attempts to go after you there, Noon. Uh, his first one will be with advantage. With disadvantage. Um, which you know uh, yeah, cancels, cancels out. out, and he misses. The second one is with disadvantage and misses. Not even close, an 11. And the third one is a nat one. So your patient defense is paying off. And then black gets to go. And with the new creature on the field, he immediately turns towards you there, Craval, and swings three times in your direction. And does pretty well. A 23, a 17, and a 12. Does the latter two hit?
4: No, the 23 does, though.
1: Okay. And you will take 11 points of damage as he clubs into you.
4: Is that halved or not?
1: Uh, that is not. That's regular. And it's just um, bludgeoning damage, so.
4: Okay. I'll snarl back at him and cool.
1: Yep. And then Bo gets to go and takes three swings at you, Cotter, since you've put yourself in between uh, it and the rest of your command there. hmm And does pretty well. 25, 17, and 18. How many of those hit? Only the first okay and ooh he gets you good though 14 points of damage and finally red you get to go
2: okay hmm I was gonna do something but then I realized that there were people dying out on the ground so I probably shouldn't do it
1: me like blow everybody up
2: um kind of it's more of like a wave of brain ouch um, instead, I'll just switch into my uh, psychic assault discipline and use psionic blast on the guy behind. No one, which is staff. staff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. I will spend four Psy points on that, and he's going to take nineteen points of psychic damage.
1: Ouch. Okay.
2: And then can you move me, uh, let's see how I can do this. Three spaces forward and three spaces to the left.
1: Towards Noan's group or towards Cotter?
2: That one. I want that. Right there? Okay. Cool. That's my turn.
1: Very good. And then we go to the top of the round. Noan, you are occupying everybody uh, as you were expecting to. And uh, you now have Kroval to help you out over there in that group.
3: All right, so patient defense again. And Cape is still the one that's looking pretty uh, beat up, right?
1: Um, Cape's dead. Um, but right now, okay, Sword so. is uh, to Craval's uh, um, left there. Um, is the one that's most beaten up. It's been hit multiple times. And Staff right behind you uh, just got assaulted mentally. So he's not looking really good. Uh, Black, I'll go after,
3: yeah. who was the first guy? Sword. Staff? Sword. Yeah. I'll go after sword. I'll punch that dude. Okay. Uh, Does a 19 hit? It does.
1: So this is for nine. Okay. And he looks like he's just barely teetering. Then one more does 21 hit. Definitely. For 12. And that puts him down. You just punch him right in the face and you hear his neck crack and he falls.
3: Okay, and I'll spin and take a punch at the, the, uh, the next
1: guy. Uh, all the way around to staff? Yeah. Okay.
3: And that's a 25 to hit. Yep. Mm-hmm. For seven.
1: Okay. And he looks pretty damaged, but still hail. Okay, anything else? Uh, nope. Okay. Sounds good. And then we move on to Misty. The opponents are beginning to thin out a little bit. There's only three left.
0: All right. Um, can I aim a fireball to get all three?
1: Um, you yeah. well, no, uh, because it should. Um, one is engaging Cotter all the way on the near side of the picture, and the other two are intermingled with Craval and Noan on the far side of the picture. There. I mean, technically, you could, but it wouldn't be nice. Um, true. Yeah. If you put it right next to Craval, you could get everybody um unfortunately everybody including and no one and all my and soldiers. all and all the soldiers yeah yeah,
0: yeah okay um <laughs>
1: got... it might be time for more surgical strikes
0: yeah i mean but i'm i'm 150 feet away so oh, yeah. or wait actually sorry how far away am i actually
1: um
2: what's 15 times 6 30 uh, times 3 90, 90 feet 30. you're 90 okay. feet from the far group
4: Okay. And you haven't um, used your move, so cool. you can move up to like, thirty feet actually,
2: closer.
0: I can. I can do something else. All right. So, um, I'm going to move my full movement so that I can do gust of wind, which is a sixty oh. foot line from me. What is so your
2: got, movement speed?
0: Uh, thirty. So that should should get me right where I can line up for those two.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Um... It's, it's ten feet wide so yeah
1: yeah in fact yeah you would you would end up getting black no one, and a staff if you have a 10 foot wide gust
0: all right um save. yeah it's actually it's a strength save it's not going to do oh. any damage but it's going to get uh people for I i don't actually know how strategic that is but that's kind of the uh brunt of my more surgical spells as you say and
1: it's a very misty thing to do too
0: <laughs> all right so um yeah so from me a uh, big old wall of wind just whooshes out uh at those two fungus buddies there um and they have to succeed on a strength saving throw um or else they'll be pushed 15 feet away but then this also um they're not producing any spores or anything, right?
1: Not that you've been able to see. No, no okay. one's ever been able to seem to, to spread this. Once they've got it, it seems to be like an internal infection.
0: Okay, yeah. So uh, strength saving throw for for both of those. Okay, and, and I guess also more, no
1: one. Yeah. Okay, um, black nat ones, and staff gets a twenty three. So the uh opposite book ends there. And what'd you get, Noan?
3: Yeah. I got a
1: twelve. <laughs> okay. So so,
0: so Noan and And black uh, go
1: fifteen feet directly away from you. Yeah. All right. And I and I,
3: I quickly look back and just glare <laughs> at Meski. <Misty.
1: laughs> and uh here's a question. Is there any other repercussions? Do they end up prone after that or anything? Yeah
0: um so no they're not prone they're just pushed back um but also any creature in the line must spend two feet of movement for every one foot it moves so basically halves their speed
1: okay and and tell me you do this by blowing them a kiss
0: um i kind of like like very fiercely like like
1: just just get down there and just give just blow (laughs) a cat cat meow oh yeah just give them the cat hiss oh i love it yes so you can hiss these guys 15 feet back. Okay. Well, that like, was... I don't think that speed
4: thing affects you, though.
1: Okay. And uh, next up is Cotter. Still facing off against Bo there. Okay. Oh, actually, did you want to command your soldiers to do anything, or are you just going to have them stand behind I'm you? I'm going to hold them in reserve for when we're mm. not fighting. Or do you want them to start clearing out the downed people?
2: are downed people? Oh, All like along the line. pull them back? hmm um, maybe in a bit when there isn't so much magic flying okay. all over in like 20 seconds. Yes, okay. right now, no. Um, I'm going to attack bow twice. First attack is a 26, that definitely hits. And I'll do another second level divine smite. Okay, actually, no, we'll do a third level divine smite, changing it up. So that's one and one and one and three and two okay 26 36 36 plus nine is 45 points of damage
1: ouch okay and that just um inviscerates bow and you just cut him in two and he flops to the ground all right then i'll at this point i will have the soldiers
2: the circumstances have changed like so they'll go after like five through seven or four through three Mm -hmm. through
1: seven so let's move those those two over by red because that's as far as they could drag a couple of uh, downed bodies in that amount of time also there's a wall of wind in the way so i don't want them going further
2: and then i will ride over to attack black
1: okay and i have And what does your horse look like again is it the shining white steed
2: no no that's impractical um but i have no idea
1: We've never talked about it. Okay, we'll see if we can figure out what your uh, steed looks like and and we'll we'll have that I charging. Just, I pan.
0: The deadpan, that's impractical. <laughs> I'm
1: pretty sure the steed is beige. <laughs> oh, that's right. We've determined it was a buckskin, right? A beige with the black socks, yeah. I got a twenty-one to hit. Okay, and you do hit black.
2: Okay. For a moment I was like, What? I'm not attacking the tabaxi. Uh
1: I'll do a second level divine smite. What you missed was the me doing that nye, 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 nye face when he uh, said it was impractical.
2: Okay. Um, that's not quite as nice.
1: And what are you dropping into this one again? A second level. Second level again? Okay. Only 26 on black. Okay. Okay. That hits him hard, but not uh, not too hard. Okay, and then, Craval, you get to go. You're right in the middle. The only one that's left standing at this point in time is Black and Staff.
4: From where I'm at, I'm just going to take a slash at Staff. Okay. Reckless. Okay. Didn't really need to do Reckless. I have a 27 to hit. It definitely hits. That would be 14 points of slashing damage.
1: Okay, and he's looking pretty grim at this point in time, but still standing. Anything else? Then
4: War Priest Blessing, I would get a second attack as a bonus action. Okay. That's only a 17. And that does hit. Sweet. That would be 12 more points slashing damage.
1: Okay. And you just hack him in two. And he just falls in two pieces to the ground. So that's Staff off the field. And then that just leaves Black in the midst of the group there. And uh, Cotter. since uh, you attacked it, it's going to attack you. And three swipes at you, and 18, a 10, and a 17. I think your armor handles all of those. I think so. What's your armor class? 20. Yes, it handles it. Okay, so he just bangs against your shield and uh, does no damage. And then red. There's only one bad guy still in the field. Although there's two soldiers right in front of you. You can take those out.
2: Uh, the thought did not uh
1: occur. A the thought,
2: thought has crossed my mind. A thought but, that does occur. Um, um, sorry for interrupting. Are there enemy
1: soldiers who are like attacking us at the moment besides this guy? Or have they pulled back to let these guys do their work? Basically, um, yeah, the enemy soldiers that were in this area have moved over to other parts of your line.
2: And they're like, oh man, this part's getting destroyed. Let's just go attack the strong parts.
1: And maybe this was the plan when the okay. uh, fungal guys came up, they were going to split, let them through and go uh, concentrate on other parts, figuring that these guys would be able to wade through. I guess. Anyway, back to you. Am I good to go? You are good to go.
2: How ouchy does black look right now?
1: Pretty bit. Oh, well, I don't know. Not, not too terribly. He's been hit only once before. Um, and so twice. Okay, cool. now, yeah. with. So what you're uh, saying is I'm going to unload on him. If you want to.
2: Um, Cool. Well, I'm going to... I'll only do five Psy Points with uh, Psionic Blast. Okay. Just going to charge that up the Cthulhu levels. <laughs> nothing,
3: nothing major here.
2: And that's 28 points of Psychic Damage. 28? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's my turn.
1: Okay, so... That uh, dinged him up pretty good, but he's still standing, if you'll believe it or not. So, top of the round again, and no one. You need to take care of this uh, black character.
3: All right. I'm not going to do patient defense, but I'll do flurry of blows. That will give me four attacks. There we go. So, punch number one is a 24. Uh, definitely hits that is 13 points of damage okay punch number two is a 13 i must have overstepped myself number three is a 27 hits for 10 points of damage
1: okay and he's looking like a stiff wind will blow him over at this point well
3: let's hope i can hit with a little bit more force that's a 27 hits 13 points of
1: damage. Okay, and once again, you just connect right with his forehead, and you hear the snap of the neck, and it collapses to the ground. And then he goes 10 feet more because there's a stiff wind blowing. Yes. And then... Uh Uh-oh. So you guys are all focused on Noan clubbing uh, Black to the ground there, and you hear the snap of the neck, and you just see him just in slow motion teeter over and collapse to the ground. And everyone takes a deep breath as uh, the uh, apparent threat has been removed. And then all of a sudden, Cotter, Mm -hmm. from behind your left shoulder, you just hear this groan. Mm -hmm. And you look over. And while you've been fighting, all of a sudden, there is a new line of combatants. And these ones have flesh hanging off of their bodies as if they are dead corpses. And do you remember when you guys were in exculbarium colise and they had all those gallows rigged up? hmm Each one of these has a noose hanging loosely around its neck of rotting rope and their necks kind of, or heads kind of dangle at a unnatural angle. And their eyes kind of glow with an evil glow. And they start towards you. And that's where we're going to stop today. Dungeon Master's Notes. Gust of Wind? Okay, I gotta say, I actually like that a lot. Um, Not only is it something very misty to do, but it's always fun when the players try to come up with new and exciting ways to use their talents aside of just, I pull out the most damaging spell I have and blast everybody. So, big uh, props to Jesse for pulling that one out. Didn't work out quite as well as they are hoping, but it did actually do some fun things. So, that was neat. And um, obviously, in the beginning of this one, we had a little bit of a problem. Right now, we're bopping back and forth, back and forth between the two different groups, Arlen's group and Cotter's group. And yeah, a couple of weeks later, it's kind of difficult to remember where we were when we started this out. But uh, hopefully, we'll be able to combine the groups back again sometime really soon. It's getting kind of crazy, but obviously, we are getting close to the climax of both of these things. And then speaking of uh, issues with the way players thought things were going, uh, tranquility for Noon. Um, It's kind of tough when you run up in the middle of everybody to be tranquil and then have them attack you when they are naturally inclined to not attack you. But that actually worked out okay, but it could have gone terribly the other direction. Uh, You never know. Anyway, so the players have faced off against the first attack by the forces of Excalbarium Colise. Their surprise has been sprung. They have fungal attackers that are hitting everybody, but it seems like there's yet another surprise in store. So what is waiting for them coming up the hill as we speak? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.